0: All right, everybody. So I've had a lot of people reach out to me, giving me a lot of support for signing the People in Tech podcast. And I want to really first say thank you for supporting me. But this anchor platform has been amazing and been changing my life, getting me connected with some people in this industry that I never thought I would actually get to not only have conversations with, but learn from. And I know some of you who are tuning in are asking, Caleb, how'd you start a podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people listen to? How do I make money from my podcast? Well, keep it simple, the answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free, and we Ridiculously easy to use. My very first episode I did for my iPhone 6 Plus. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors too. So you can get paid to do your own podcast. Hop on the Anchor platform so we collaborate and build this community up. You know, one thing I love most about Anchor is that they're constantly being innovative, you know, allowing podcasts to leverage music, get sponsorship, get paid, and ultimately be the best content creator you can be. So, if you've always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm/start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm/start. I can't wait to hear your podcast.
1: Have you ever failed Are you listening? Damn.
0: What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Welcome back to the People in Tech podcast. I'm your host, Caleb King. Episode four: The IT guy. And guys, we got our second guest in the Don't Quit Your Day Job studios. This man is the definition a startup from the bottom. Now we're here, and hopefully, after you guys are done tuning in on this awesome interview. That you will remember that if you don't like your situation, if you don't like your job, if you don't like where you're at, you have the power to change it. And guys, we're talking about one of the up and coming people in the tech industry. You know, he's a great IT support guy. He is doing his thing to 120%. I'm talking about the man himself, Gunnar Wilson. dj side hustle you know what to do man switch up the beat don't give me no problems we ain't got time for that because we got our second guest in the studio so man do what you get paid to do man let's do it my man dj side hustle and you're in your a game today boy all right guys we got it before we kick today's episode off uh, we have to recognize the people so everybody who's listening give yourself a round of applause guys Because we made it through the first 31 days of January we made it through the first 31 days of 2018 and I know some of you listening 2018 it hasn't started off on the right foot well look you got your free trial you got your 31 day free trial now it's time to take action and make whatever it is that you want to do a thing. So whether you want to do that business, that blog, that website, uh, maybe you want to do a podcast. And if it's tech related, hit up your boy, King Caleb 3 on Twitter, hashtag people in tech. Because if it's something tech related and you just need help getting over the hump, guys, We are here for you. We don't even have any sponsors. This is the Don't Quit Your Day Job Studios. And we are trying to sell out. But until then, we will support all our listeners. Because if you support us, we will support you. And you know what? Another thing I have to announce. Well, not really an announcement. But guys, it is February. Which means it is Black history month. And I'm not even upset that we get the shortest month of the year. I'm just happy we get a month. And you know what's going to make this month more special than any other month in 2018? I'm telling you right now. The movie of the year is coming out. Yes, I said it. The movie of the year. Black Panther. And guys, don't get it on bootleg. Don't be trying to sneak into the theater. Go into your girlfriend, your spouse, your husband's wallet. Do whatever. Go to Coinstar. Take all the coins you got and go ahead and support Black Panther. Because I'm telling you, it's going to be a great movie. But enough of all that. Let's get into shout outs. Because Gunner, I don't know if you know, man. The people in TechPod, we are coming. We're, We're going for that number one spot. We're going for the number one spot on Anchor. We are coming for the number one spot in the technology section of the Apple podcast. Actually, forget that. We're trying to go for the number one spot for Anchor, Apple podcast, Google podcast. we on Pocket Cast now. We're trying to get into Spotify. Like, we are out here. And because the people have been supporting us, we have to recognize our day one listeners. So, let's get into a shout out. Shout out to my boy, Peter DeChamp. Like, it, man, I can't tell you dude, your words of wisdom, your feedback. Like, it means so much to me, man. So thank you for being a great listener. Shout out to Lori Moss for liking and commenting on every post I put up for the People in Tech podcast. And I am so sorry because our next shout out, I'm going to butcher her name. I think it's Angie or Angie Ray. But shout out to you for liking, retweeting, and favoriting the people in tech pod on all major platforms. And I, I see you out there. I see you got your own podcast, so you put it in work. So shout out to all those people. But enough of all that. Let's get into the interview, and let's talk some tech. What up, Gunner? Thank you for joining us on the podcast today, man and you looking to you want to say anything to the people man? hey guys what's up my name is Gunnar I work in uh, IT desktop
1: support uh, thanks for having me Caleb I'm glad to be here um, yeah I'm looking forward
0: to uh, talking about some IT stuff yeah man and I've been excited to do it guys this is our second guest so please treat him with some respect we're about to go over some really good things but yeah, the way we do it on the people in tech pod we keep it real simple uh, I got 10 questions, we can kind of go off of that, I've been going on some tangents, but it's all free-flowing, we'll just keep it open. Yeah, yeah. But um, let's get into it. So question number one, man, how did you get into IT support? So it's actually a, a
1: funny story how I got into uh, IT in particular. So I've, from when I started uh, just working in general, I've always wanted to be in like a, a tech-related field, because... You know, I have a I have a passion for tech personally, but uh, so the, the position I was in initially was food service okay. and I thought, you know, hey, like I was making decent money at the time, you know, I'm still fairly young, so, uh, you know, I was making a fairly good amount of money working as a busser, so I was like, okay, you know, I'll stick with this, but Ideally, I didn't want to keep working in the food service industry, so right. I uh, I took a significant pay cut to move to a local Best Buy, and the reason why I made the change over to that Best Buy was because, you know, I was like, well, you know, it, I might not necessarily want to be a sales associate, but Best Buy is much more related to the fields that I want to work in versus... Olive Garden. Okay. It's, it's like why? Why would I want to keep working at Olive Garden if it's not going to do me any good as a like personal growth point? So I started working at Best Buy. I worked there for you know about a year and a half, and then Stephen, the team manager, actually came in to purchase some services. and uh, I was the Microsoft representative at the Best Buy that uh, he came into, and he worked with me directly on getting like, I think he bought like eight surfaces or something because he was buying surfaces for the office. Okay. So he, we had talked a bit. He really liked the customer service aspect that I brought to it and, uh, some of the knowledge that I had. So he offered me a, a job interview at, at first I was a little bit hesitant, you know, actually at, at first I, he, uh, he gave me, um, uh, some information. He was like, "Hey, call this uh, call this place. Get in contact with these people, and we'll we'll get you set up." Okay. So I called into the main web PT number, and I forgot his name, so I couldn't get through the <laughs> dial by name directory or anything. I didn't know how to contact this guy, and I was like, "Well, you know, if it's not meant to be. It's not meant to be. I guess I'll just keep working at Best Buy." Okay. So he actually comes back in to my Best Buy a week later. He gives me a business card and he's like, "Hey man, I didn't hear from you. Like, here's uh, here's a business card." I told him like, "Hey, you know, I didn't I didn't you know, know how I to contact me. you. I tried <laughs> to call. I promise." <laughs> right. And he was like, "Okay, yeah. Well, uh, here's the business card." And he gave me Matt's business card, uh, our technical recruiter, and uh, got on the phone call with Matt. Got an interview scheduled,
0: and uh, here I am, dude. So that's kind of crazy, man, like looking, I didn't even know that. So for our listeners, so uh, the manager he's referring to is the same IT manager we have at the same company right now. So it's kind of crazy to hear that you went from Best Buy and you really took a step back, right? Like you were saying, oh, like man. I was making decent money, but you kind of knew for your own career. It's took like a 30% pay hit just to just to go from where i was at to best buy so now without this based off instincts or you just kind of like you had a day where you're like look this is okay for now but like was it somebody talking just this realization what was it
1: it was more a realization than anything it wasn't it wasn't so much like a specific voice in my ear telling me like hey you should probably do this sort of thing it was more of a like well, this makes sense to me. And At the, at the time, I was actually going to uh, ASU for electrical engineering. Okay. So I definitely wanted something in the tech field. I wanted something away from food service. So I moved over to moved over to Best Buy. Yeah, Dude,
0: that sounds like a good move, man, because like I said... I uh, oh, it worked out well. <laughs> it worked yeah, out yeah. great. One of the best IT guys I've worked with. And before I go into any more detail, guys, shout out to all the IT people I've worked with in the past. Don't be salty. Don't be upset. There's a lot of interviews coming down the line but, IT people represent <laughs> All right cool man no that sounds that sounds amazing man to really go from like like you said starting from the bottom type mentality to get to where you are now like that's a cool story all right so question number two you know I know a lot of people when they hear IT they hear tech like they just think it's all the same thing so just kind of elaborate to the people. What is the difference between, like, your job, IT, versus, like, my job being, like, a software developer? Oh, man.
1: That's actually a, a pretty good one. Um, so, when I say the biggest the biggest thing for IT specifically, at least in terms of entry-level IT, is you've just got to have customer service. Like, customer service is an aspect that isn't necessarily as uh, utilized or as needed in a field like... Uh, software development or QA or even product really like you're you're communicating with outside groups but not in the same way that you are as an IT professional as an IT professional you're constantly dealing with different people dealing with different situations and I mean you could you could have one week where you deal with the same group of people all week you could have another week where you deal with Fifty other people that are completely different that you've never even heard from before, and they just all just so happen to have an issue at the time. Mm-hmm. Super weird. So, I mean, that would that's what I would say is like the biggest difference between the two. Uh, also, there isn't there isn't much barrier to entry for IT. To be completely honest, the um, a lot of the the technical side, like obviously general aptitude with technology and things like that helps, but. Right. At the end of the day, if you shove somebody who has a good customer service base but isn't necessarily as technologically savvy into a field to work as an IT tech, they'll be able to succeed much easier than somebody, say, who's trying to be put into a software dev environment who doesn't know software development. Like, it's a lot it's a lot harder to sort of, like, fake it till you make it sort of thing and,
0: no. software than it,
1: then it would be in it support
0: okay yeah so I, I would yeah i would definitely agree i feel like the industry itself is you know the days of just having that hard skill like i know everything about it i know everything about software development like those are kind of long gone right now it's like you have to have those soft skills the people skills and it sounds like for you the customer support thing it's just like numero uno without a doubt right
1: oh yeah and that's um Interestingly enough, that's uh, one of the things that Stephen, the IT manager we were talking about earlier, he uh, he specifically hires on customer service versus technical aptitude, because technical technical knowledge you can teach to people. Like that's something that like any Joe Schmo can learn. Right. Like you don't necessarily have to love technology to learn what a hard drive is, but the customer service aspect is much harder for people who aren't customer service savvy to get a grasp on. Cause there's, it's a, it's a different way that you have to go about dealing with
0: people. you know. Right. Yeah. I would, yeah, hundred percent, man, because like, I, I can't teach you not to be an asshole. Yeah, right? exactly. I, I like, can, I can uh, teach
1: you how to turn a computer on.
0: I can't teach you not to be a dick when Sally Sue is having issues with her computer. You know. Right. No idea. That makes, that makes total sense to me. So, you know, one thing I've noticed in the IT industry, you know, like, how do you, like you said, you don't necessarily need to have all detectable skills. So how do you answer somebody's, like, question or support ticket when you really don't have the answer right away? Oh, man, there's there's
1: so many instances where I don't know the answer to a certain problem. <laughs> and I've, I mean, I've spent, you know, hours, days working on issues where I just, like, plug-and-chug until I figure out what's going on sort of thing, you know, but uh, biggest resource for me is probably Google. Uh, I use Google for, you know, just like if there's there's just a general issue that you're like, you know, hey, obviously somebody can't access something, well, I can plug that into Google, check why they're not able to access if I don't already know why they're having issues with accessing something right? or something along those lines, but... It, uh, it really comes down to knowing how to get to the answers, not necessarily knowing the answers. Because, like, if you needed help with your computer, for instance, and I come over and I'm trying to help you with it, you're having kernel panics on your Mac. I come over, I can do all the troubleshooting steps that I want to. If I don't know what's causing that kernel panic, there's nothing I can really do to fix it. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is I can assure you that I will look into the issue. I will do what I can to figure out what's going on, whether that be going through resources like Google or going directly through manufacturers. Like, sometimes you just have to contact them directly, and it's not usually a fun experience. But, you know, especially Microsoft. Microsoft, (laughs) if anybody from Microsoft is listening, okay, you guys need to work on that customer service. That is... Whew. All right. But I mean, yeah, like as as long as you're as long as long you're willing and able to help out with the issues, then not
0: knowing something isn't necessarily that big of a deal. You can always figure it out. Yeah. No, like you said, that, that makes sense to me too. And it seems like... Okay, so I have a follow-up question then. So when somebody asks you, because I've seen like really good IT people where going back to that customer service point you made, where it's like that is key right and i've worked with some it's in the past where like you put in a request and two weeks goes by and then they come downstairs and they're like oh did you turn it off and turn it back on you know so uh, i guess my follow-up question to you is you know how do you combat vagueness like i know some people who aren't technical at all and they would be like my computer isn't working and you're like well, oh man like how do you how do you combat that
1: those ones are <laughs> oh man those ones are fun. So, the easiest way to combat vagueness is if you have the luxury. It's not always the luxury. Like you don't always have this ability in IT, but going to see the problem directly helps immensely. I don't know how many times I've heard somebody use the wrong nomenclature for something or just use the wrong terminology, and then you go down there and you're like, oh, this is an easy enough fix. I just have to turn this off and I'm good to go. Right. Fine. It's, so it's, it's, it's knowing what you're looking for when you get on there. But also it, like, let's say for instance, I have somebody who's a thousand miles away who's having issues, right? I can't just go over to their computer and find out what's going on. So you, you got to kind of coax the answers out of them. So like, if you know, if you know person X is having an issue, right? And you know, it's more than likely malware. They have no idea what malware is. They're basically computer illiterate. Like, they don't really know anything. Right. You will want to basically coax them and just sort of lead them, lead the horse to water, essentially. Like, hey, I understand you're having slowness issues. Have you run a virus scan recently? Oh, why would i be running a virus scan well it's possible that your computer has been infected and that's causing the slowness in order to sort of rule that out as a area of attack you'll want to run a scan in order to make sure that the pc is running okay okay and it's sort of just giving people the options and then narrowing things down so asking qualifying questions like hey when you do x does y happen if why doesn't happen, then you know it's not that issue, you can scratch it off the list.
0: Okay, so kind of going down, like you said, a list where you're like, it's, it can only be so many things, right? And I can yeah. only do so much, so let's try to go down this list first. Let's exactly, see. like, I
1: mean, there's, there's a limit to the amount of time that I, as a service professional, am allotted to, like, help you, like, I mean, it's not a physical, like, hard-set time. Like, you have five hours to work on any ticket, right. and you have to have it closed in five hours. But, you know, realistically speaking, I know that I can't work on something for hours and hours and hours on end because there's other things. Like, there's just way more work that needs to be taken care of, and I can't allocate all my time working on that. So, right. You generally go down, like, a a short list of common issues, especially, and that's one of the nice things about working in a specific environment for a certain period of time, is you generally find the quirks in the environment. Like, if this issue pops up, like with AMD, I have issues with Advanced MD all the time. Okay. Their plugins just stop working on our computers sometimes, and the only way to fix it is to reinstall them inexplicably don't know why we've called their support (laughs) they have no answers they legitimately can't tell us why it's happening but But, that's
0: the fix though you got the fix exactly but we got the fix and because we have a fix they won't fix it right it's funny how the industry works that way so uh before we go into halftime then so i guess my last question for you like i'll hit you up all the time for it support and i'm sure there's some times where you see my messages and you're like yeah that's low priority now But for the people who are a little, I don't want to say intimidated, but maybe a little hesitant to call IT because they're afraid of looking dumb or embarrassed, like, you know, what advice can you give to those people? Because I've always had good experience with working with IT, but, you know, we want everybody to have a good experience. Have any advice for those people? Yeah.
1: So, interestingly enough, you'll see a lot of people who will be like, oh, hey, like, I don't want to contact IT because, you know, I don't know how this operates. Like, I don't know much. Like, let's say, random biller one wants or needs IT help, mm-hmm. and random biller two also needs IT help, but random biller one doesn't say anything, random biller two does. Obviously, I'm going to help random biller two, because I know they have an issue. Mm-hmm. What, what it really comes down to is, all, don't, don't ever be afraid to contact your IT teams, don't ever be afraid to contact your service professionals, because... That is what they are hired to do. That is their job. So let's say, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be afraid to come ask a biller how to do a billing thing, right? Because I'm not a biller. I don't know that system. I don't know how that works. Do I think I could figure it out? Oh yeah, give me enough time. Do I think anybody could figure out a computer? Of course. Just give them time. But not everybody can know everything in the world. That would be asinine of anybody to expect that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's more so just kind of, I don't want to say get over it, because that sounds like super heavy handed, but it's kind of like get over it. Like get, people don't, like I don't, sure I'll get a quick laugh out of something, like if I see that something that's quite obviously like, oh hey, just turn it off and back on again. Right. And it's like, haha, that's funny. But I'm not
0: laughing at you or I'm making light of the situation. Right. Know? It's kind of like the... It's kind of going back to, again, customer service, where it's like, if you are the person helping... Like, your job is to help people, right? Exactly. Like, that is
1: my job. Like,
0: yeah, that is like, what I'm here to do. Their job is, like, a billing, account, whatever it is. So, it's like, we want to all help each other. So, yeah, I totally... I think that's a good point because I know some people were... They literally, like, no, I'll fix it myself, or I'll figure it out, and then they'll go weeks or months with a problem.
1: Yeah, and then it it festers, and then they just deal with the problem, and then when it finally boils over, they're like, oh, man, this is an outrage, this was the worst (laughs) thing ever, and it's like, well, you know, if you would have told us months prior when you started having the issue, then we would have been more than happy to fix it. But since we
0: can't read minds, it went unsolved. Yeah, and I, I definitely think, like, what people don't consider it, it really does protect yourself because let's say if it was like an underlying issue, something that could be a threat, right? You want to contact IT support because it's something you're not 100% familiar with. Protect yourself, protect your company. Like exactly. Just, just call
1: exactly. Like there's Exactly. You're not going to harm yourself by calling your support team, but you can by not calling the support team because as you outlined, Security flaws exist in everything. Specter and meltdown. Just found a huge security loophole that's existed since processors were multi-threaded. That Apple Mac root thing recently, like exactly. Just, things happen, and you have to get updates, and you have to make sure that those things are patched. And if people aren't contacting their IT teams when they're having issues, then you can't, you can't, you can't do anything about it.
0: Alright guys, so you heard it. Before we go into halftime, call the IT guy, or girl, We you don't discriminate on the people on tech podcasts. But call them guys, because they get paid to do what they do, you get paid to do what you do. alright guys, let's go into halftime. What's up people? It's your girl Sharon. That is Sharon spelled with an S. And don't you forget it. Remember to put some respect on my name. This is week 4 of the podcast. Caleb is still working on getting us sponsors for the show. He had an idea about having a random fact segment that is related to tech news. Now I present to you the Tech Fact of the Week by Caleb King. Enjoy, you nerds. All right. Thank you, Sharon. That's my girl. For those of you who don't know, she's supporting us in the Side Hustle Productions in the Don't Quit Your Day Job Studios. The tech fact of the week. A red panda is an animal native to the Himalayas and southwestern China. The English word for red panda is Firefox, which is where the browser's gets its name from. So the Firefox logo is actually a red panda, not a fox. Oh, snap. That is crazy, Caleb. Man, you know your stuff. Firefox is not a fox, but a panda. Ah, I am about to restart my systems. I am losing it over here. Too funny. Well, thank you, Sharon. I appreciate that. And guys, that is a tech fact for the week. Let's get back to the show. Yes, sir! All right, guys. Welcome back from halftime. I'm here with Gunner. Still, he's somehow sticking around in the studio. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but um, let me just start off with the next question. So, Gunner, what's like, what's the one thing people don't think about when they're talking about making a switch over to IT support, tech support? Because, like, for your story, like you said, you were in the restaurant industry and then you went over to tech world, right? So, what's like the one thing people don't even think about?
1: Um. I know it's going to sound weird, but how easy it is to get into. Like, it's not necessarily super difficult to get into the uh, IT support field. Um, But that's that's not necessarily just because of the, the job role itself, but because of the fact that so many job roles for that exist, because pretty much every company has to have some form of tech support. Be it outsourced tech support, be it in-house tech support, you name it, mm-hmm. some form of support-related structure exists in those environments. So, I mean, that's honestly like that's that's what I would say would be the biggest the biggest piece for for tech support. When getting into it, would be uh, would be how easy it is. Honestly. Okay, like I didn't I didn't realize it would be quite the way it was. Like honestly. I had a pretty easy go of it myself, but if I were to realistically go back out and search, I think I'd have a much easier time doing it this time around. Yeah, now that I know just how, like, if somebody would have told me from the beginning, "Hey, it's like it's not that difficult to get an IT job," because you you know you think you know you have to have some sort of schooling or some sort of degree, and mind you, all those things help, right? Like, it's not going to hurt you to have your certifications, but you don't necessarily have to have. In order to get a job in the field
0: right and it's kind of funny how like that's also changing in industry because like from a software dev standpoint you know it used to be very old school go to school get your computer science degree get your development job 20, 20 25 years later you know now you're a guy with experience and now it seems like so many people are self-taught or the guy in one job like for you like you said you went best buy and you just kind of worked your way into this role So there's really no, like, direct path. It's kind of, you just make it how you see it, right? Exactly, yeah. Just kind of, like, follow what's laid out in front of me and hope it it turns out well. All right. So my next question, since you've been doing it a little while now, what's, like, and let's be honest with you about that. Like, what is the craziest, like, tech support ticket you've ever gotten? Were you just like, oh, my God. So, I'm actually, the the one that I have
1: in mind is more so along the lines of its cost, just because of how ridiculous it was, Well, not even just the cost, like, what it was for. Okay. It was just absolutely, like, why? So, we had a guy request a desktop, and this desktop was specced to the teeth. I'm talking 32 gigs of RAM. I'm talking about... Intel Xeon processor. Jeez. I'm talking about one tear. Solid state drives. Not only did they want that desktop, which was a couple grand by itself, right? They wanted three, count them, three 40 inch curved 4K displays. Three I know. Three of them. Three of three them. them. Three of them. Not two. Not two. Not one. Three. 40 inch. 40 inch. 40 inch. I'm not even exaggerating. Literally 40 inch. And you want to know what they wanted to use it for? What? I'm curious now. They wanted to use it so that they could view dashboards.
0: In 40 inches. In 40 inches. Of oh, 4K. Of oh, 4K. Of oh, 4K. <laughs> <laughs> so, most ridiculous request. No, wait. No, did they get it? Hell no. Okay. Hell no. No, <laughs> never Man. Oh, like, no. You have to admit, like, if that guy or whoever it was, if they got that... No, there's no way. I need to work at that company. I'm pretty sure that request is still open. (laughs) Oh, man. So, like, was it one of those things where when you got that request, was it internally you were kind of like, yeah, this isn't happening, but, like, the customer side had to kick in, right? you're like, sorry, we're going to get you 16 gigs of RAM. Oh, I literally laughed out loud. (laughs) I'm I'm not even exaggerating. Like, it... I busted out laughing because it's
1: just like ridiculous. Like, what? What did you smoke to come to the conclusion that that was going to be a thing that we would approve? Yeah, first you, off?
0: you're definitely on some medicinal stuff if you're asking for three, three. three, forty. I can't even three. get three. I was like, I'm happy enough to get like a 27-inch monitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy's asking me for 40 inches. That, three, forty inches. Yeah, I mean
1: you uh well so for this request in particular i, I handed it off to my manager like hey i'm, like, I'm not doing it cuz there's there's no response that it's it's such a ridiculous request it shouldn't even justify a response honestly like you know you know there's no way that's
0: getting approved why put the ticket into my system? You know, you're probably looking at it like, oh, man, maybe I'll get away with one. If I just get one. One monitor, that's all I need. That's all I really need. I don't need really a computer. I just need a monitor, bro. (laughs) All right, so since you kind of mentioned, like, this request and tool, but, you know, from your standpoint, I guess my next question would be, what are tools that you use to help you stay successful? So when I first started here,
1: I got signed up for a program that I actually really like I don't use it nearly as much as I should though. It's called CBT Nuggets. CBT Nuggets. yes, it's a uh, it's like a video learning platform. They okay. have a bunch of different uh, tech related topics and that, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, IT specifically like there's infrastructure related topics. there's you know just a, a wide range of technology related topics okay and they have these learning courses that are usually like a long, like a long video series that just sort of takes you through everything. Like they have an A plus exam prep course essentially where they have like two days worth of videos just going over the exam stuff so that way you're ready for the exam. And they include like practice stuff and like uh, just various things to help you like stay on top of everything instead of just, like, droning in watching the videos 24-7. So there's that. And then uh, certifications. Okay. Certifications are a big one in IT just in general. Certifications, if, if you want an easier time getting jobs, getting into places, certifications are the way to go. The only downside is they cost money to get, usually. Which is super unfortunate because it makes the... The barrier that much more difficult because you, you know, you don't really want to go take a test if you don't know you're gonna
0: pass it, right? Right, like you want to put $300 down on something if I don't, like you said, they're not cheap. Um, same in the dev space where it's like they want you to be certified with AWS, they want you to be certified with maybe this type of hardware, and you're kind of like, man, I don't, I, if I'm trying to get into it, I'm a little hesitant to spend $300, $500 on maybe the course and then 200 on the exam. And if I fail, then like now I'm definitely out of money. So Yeah, now I'm out of the money and I don't have my certification. This sucks. Yeah. America and college student debt. That's all I gotta say about money. Oh man. That's the whole reason I had to stop going ASE, man. It's it's horrible. Not even just like I just couldn't afford it. But maybe that's another topic for another day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, so my next question then What is the hardest thing about being IT supporter? the hardest thing um
1: having to bite your tongue sometimes can be a little bit difficult like i mean it's it's something that i'd say that i can do fairly well just as a as an individual like i i don't really have that large of an issue like oh hey i I just won't say that to your face but
0: shit
1: button, back something. I'll <laughs> talk shit to myself internally. I'll, I'll monologue that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but, it's, it's, it's really tough sometimes when you, uh, like, when you see something that isn't right, you know, like, a process isn't right. Somebody's not communicating properly. This is wrong. Like, and you can't do anything about it because you're just textable. You're just, you're just there to fix the stuff. And, not only that, uh, getting buy-in from like just people in general is generally harder because you know people really only come to you when they have issues. Right. They don't. They don't generally come to you like to just come up to you guys. So generally, the interactions that you'll have with people will be negatives that you have to turn to positives. Right. But you can't always turn them to positive sometimes the negatives will just stay negatives and you kind of just got to brush that off like understand hey they're not mad
0: at me they're mad at the situation like mm, move on so biting your tongue which i think can apply to any job yeah really, uh processes i can relate to that one because uh, whether you're in tech or maybe you're in a, a totally different industry it's like you know processes like what people processes procedures like those things keep us in line you know a process is repetitive or redundant whatever it is I'm like yeah that's that can get frustrating for real alright so last question of this episode do you have any final words before we ask oh man no just thanks for having me yeah it's man super awesome it's yeah really a- really fun to do yeah you know hopefully we'll do another episode in the future you know share with all your friends make Gening your spouse yeah, well, no, definitely, because we got some things where like we just scratched the surface. But before I get into that, last question: Any advice for anyone looking to make the switch?
1: Um, keep your head high, man. Just, uh, just keep going at it. It's it's a field with tons of opportunity, tons of growth potential. Most companies will shell out for IT support like nobody's business. So uh, get that paper. Um, get your certifications. That has to be the biggest thing. I wish I'd uh, spent more time getting my certifications because they are huge and they will get you buku bucks. Um,
0: and we like the money the and people we, in type podcast. We are trying. To yeah, sell we them. we
1: are we are the we are the money people. The Skrill, the Skrill, the Skrill <laughs> masters, if you will. Yep. Um, but I mean, yeah, just uh, just keep going at it. Just uh,
0: get your studies going. And be nice. Be nice. You know, I feel like that was really good advice, like you would give to a kid. You're like, hey, you know what? When you go to class today, be nice. <laughs> Just and get certified. And get certified. <laughs> you know what you need to do. All right, guys. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Gunner, thank you for coming to the studio today. Again, don't quit your day job, but, you know, we're happy we had you here, man. <laughs> you know, treat your IT people with respect. You know, because they're there to help you guys. Like, remember, IT support. Supporting. Like, don't be afraid to hit them up. Um, Gunner, hopefully we'll do another episode in the future, man. But thanks for being on the pod. Yeah. <laughs>